When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if I do say so myself. I've noticed that and I think our listeners have noticed too because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Hi there. I'm Lara Marie Shane Halls. Welcome to Lohan Island, a sexy, unique spin-off. Previously, previously on, on Lindsay Lohan, just a little bossy. beach house, 
Peter the Seant, Lindsay Lohan, Beach, Beach Club. Club. Okay, so we thought the series. <laughs> we, we, I came to record and I went, "Are you ready for this journey to be over?" And and Lara was like, "Yeah, I'm sad." And then we literally were like, "There's still like eight more episodes." Yeah, this is like a 36 episode season. I we both because I looked on Wikipedia and it only ends with episode 10. So I was like, "Okay, so this is over." I've never known what's going on with this show, so it doesn't surprise it me that it like is just continuing aimlessly. But like, I had emotionally and mentally yeah. prepared myself for this. I was being like, "We're done. Our we're... final send off." Yeah, but now we're just in another episode. <laughs> There's just more episodes, and we I don't know how many. When I was posting about this, I was like, last week, I was like, "God, the penultimate episode. <laughs> Our journey's almost over," and everyone was like, "Yeah," and I'm like very incorrect people are like it's sad, it's sad. they're like what's next on the it's horizon, on the horizon. I, mean, I, really, I don't know yeah. like tweet us and let us know what you want us to do <laughs> you did like a nice like this has been such a great journey on your phone <laughs> <laughs> there's literally 10 it's more like, episodes <laughs> we're like we're midway through. through no so but I, you know what i'm happy that's a good thing yeah we're still in mykonos we're still in mykonos and God. <sighs> well we need to talk about some things really fast there's a lot there's a lot that's happened this week the year of the scam continues god so we're talking about felicity huffman and Lori lachlan are embroiled in the college scam of the century the century where truly 30 parents i think yeah very wealthy white mostly white people paid lots of money extreme amounts of money to get their kids into nice schools yeah like we're talking there was so uh, basically what it was for anyone who doesn't know which i'm surprised yesterday or the day before right yeah the day before it came tuesday Tuesday, it came out that a bunch of parents paid this company headed by this guy named mark singer to basically they paid them to scam colleges into getting their kids into it yeah so they Altogether paid somewhere close to thirty million dollars to this company. <laughs> this guy made thirty million or twenty five wow. to thirty million. He would basically help parents with their kids' ACT SAT scores. To like cheat them. He would he would they would pay proctors to literally correct sit in the class where their kids were taking the SATs and then correct their SATs. Their sheets. Or they would get special time, you know, saying that they, they would Oh yeah. They would lie and say their kids needed like had ADD or some kind of learning disability and had to take it privately. And they would just have a person sit with them and like take it with them basically. Wow. And then Lori that's what Felicity she paid fifteen thousand dollars, her and William H. Macy, her husband. <laughs> Felicity Huffman, Academy Award nominee actress, nominated actress. Has star. William H. Macy won an Academy Award? I think he's been nominated. You think he's going to get nominated again? Star of Shameless. (laughs) They paid fifteen thousand just for their one. They have two daughters. One of them apparently was like, "I don't want anything part of this." So the kids were in on this too. Yeah, the kids know. They have every idea. You don't just like accidentally accidentally have your face photoshopped onto like a rowing person. So so then, and then a bunch of college like athletic coaches are getting implicated too because. So Lori Lachlan, who whose husband is the Massimo designer, the like the Target, yeah, which I have like many of his shirts. Wow! So they're very rich. They're very rich. Wow! Lori okay, Lachlan, I was wondering, like, house. her bail was at a million. She just like oh. coolly paid that, and I was like, what? How did she get that kind of yeah. money? Well, so they paid five hundred thousand dollars. They have two daughters 
to get them both into USC. And they lied and f- worked with the crew coach at USC to basically say that their daughters were rowing recruits. <laughs> Neither of them had ever rowed in their lives. And they went as far as photoshopping their daughter's faces onto actual photos of female rowers. That's iconic. And they got them both into USC, which is a great school. And their daughter, their one daughter, who we both know is a YouTube star. Olivia Jade. Olivia Jade. My queen. Such a babe. Such a babe. But I'm also, I'm obsessed because they also, didn't they not only do the rowing scam, but they had her SAT scores? Yeah. Like, cheated i think so because i don't think she's bright if you take an sat like you pretty much know where you stand like i took my sats and i was like i probably am doing like not that great but not that bad and then i got my scores back i think it was like 1100 and i was like okay that's exactly what i thought there's no world like every time i would take a standardized test like that that i felt like i knew i was gonna do bad on i would hope that it would just come back and i'd get like a 1500 yeah and that happened for olivia jane (laughs) i know like she got that beautiful moment of being like oh i got like 1450 no and then it coming back and her being like oh my god wow i'm amazing i'm like so smart i took the kaplan's sat like the prep Mm -hmm. where you go for on like a saturday for like five hours and some like really smart uh ta like teaches you about how to take the sats Mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure my score, I took it like three times mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure it went down every time. <laughs> like I am the money back guarantee. I did so bad on the SATs. Really? I did really well in English. Like I was like, I think did super well, but mm-hmm. with math and science. Oh, forget it. I was literal. Like, I think I got like 200 or 300. Yeah. That's never I, been like, my strong point. Borderline like. Yeah. Also, if you have to pay half a million dollars to get a child into college, your child is a fucking idiot. Like, just don't send them to college. Send but also, to, like, pay half college. a million dollars to like a tutor to like help them learn yeah. something. Like, how? Why would you do? Like, I don't understand the thought that's like, wow, this is really going to help them turn into an amazing person. Yeah. Like that is counterintuitive. Also, the SATs. Like, if your kid doesn't do that well, like. I think I'm like a decently intelligent person, but yeah, like Yeah, I would say you're very intelligent. No, but like I'm standardized not standardized tests are was, not like a barometer of intelligence. But I did real I got like a ten something on the SATs. Like I did terrible. Yeah, but it's like I don't I don't <laughs> like standardized tests. I don't think that they should be like a part of the whole like experience. But for the, I for the state. For the state. Yeah. I, I love also a, don't think that yeah, I just don't. I cannot believe that's a crazy yeah, amount of money. If your kid money. needs that much help to get into a school, like maybe just don't take send, a step back. Take a step back and maybe like, find wow. out what they really are passionate about. And like, you don't need to go to college. No, college isn't for everyone. And give a spot to someone who deserves it. Yeah, someone who really wants to be there. I'm sure a bunch of really smart kids probably got cut because these motherfuckers got into some school and just like, like started vlogging. Me? Like if you had just oh yeah, <laughs> she started you. Yeah, she started Olivia she a, Jade. She's a huge following. She's like millions, two of million followers on YouTube. She's a psycho, unbelievable. Also, what people were very enraged about was apparently last year or something. After she'd got into USC, she did a tape. A tape. <laughs> 
She recorded. <laughs> she a, put a tape up. She did a tape. She did old VHS. She recorded a video talking about college and like what to expect from her. And she was like, yeah. So I watched it. She's like, I'm literally going to be traveling a lot like for work. I'm going to be in Fiji. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be in New York a lot. I'm going to be working with other countries, collaborating with countries. I'm I like, love a country co- yeah, collaboration. Love that. Like. Attach- I'm collaborating with attache. France. Yeah. I'm collaborating with Kazakhstan. On like a crazy cool <laughs> shoe line. Stay tuned. State shoes. So she says, she's like, so I don't know how much school I'm going to actually be attending, but I'm going to try to talk to the deans about it. But I really want the experience of partying and game days. And she goes, and come on, we all know I don't really care about school. Like after her parents just paid half a million dollars to get her into to lie and de- and fraud a school to get her in. She's just wanton her wanton disregard <laughs> and just blatantly being like, I don't care a shit about school. We all know that I don't really care about school. That makes me think that she is a psychopath. Yeah. And then I she's like doing absolutely. And then she partnered with like a furniture company about like decorating her about dorm her dorm. So she's making money. She's monetized Scam. being yeah, she's monetized being a, a, a college student that is like anti college. Yeah. Which is also fucked up because then it's like she's selling that like ideology to other young yeah. women who are like Olivia college Jay. is about partying, partying game, day. game days and let's be honest, not about school. And in the and she did it my friend Alan who's <laughs> Alan who's like a Alan Morris <laughs> friend iconic, of the pod. Friend yeah. of the pod. She was sending me a video. She sent me a video of a tour she gave of her dorm. Mm -hmm. And at one point she goes, yeah, so like over here, as you can see, I have lots of like wires going into this thing. Because I think as a college student, you know, it's important to have lots of plugs. (laughs) Olivia Jade needs her own reality show. Olivia Jade. Also, did you see the story that broke yesterday apparently when the news broke that her parents were arrested she was, she on, was a yacht on a yacht with, with a, a usc official who is the owner of the grove caruso, caruso. jealous his, her of daughter is his daughter is friends with olivia my Jade. god i didn't even put that together that it was caruso and he had to like make a statement like i think it was caruso usc is the most corrupt school like literally every two or three months a crazy story comes out about them like they had like a big me too moment from one of their professors or like a medical guy. Yeah. Like they're always every three months, like clockwork is a scandal about USC. Wait, let me. Yeah. Rick Caruso. (gasps) She was on his, in the Bahamas and and they made a statement where they were like, upon hearing that we thought the girls thought it would be best to return after the government announced, made its announcement. I love. I'm sorry. Spring break was ruined. I think it would be best if we turn this boat around. Liv had to make a. Liv sat down with the girls, and they made a decision, a grown up decision together as a group. Mm-hmm. We should not be on a yacht. I love them getting the call on the yacht, or like hearing the news that your mom has been taken to jail by the FBI, which you knew was probably going to happen for a, a million dollars <laughs> bail. A mi- both of them, and then. You have to decide. You like have a long conversation with Rick Caruso's with daughter. Rick Caruso's daughter, owners of the Grove <laughs> and the Americana and the Americana. True American heroes. True fascist. True fascist heroes. There is nothing more me. fascist than the Grove. No, the Grove is literally North Korea. Yeah, but like live. 
had to sit down and decide. It's a very mature decision. It is. But do you, I, I was imagining like her feigning shock, being yeah. like, "Oh my god, guys!" And do you think they all knew about it and they were like, "Cool with it"? I don't know. I what, did they tap their they tapped their phones because they have records of phone conversations. <laughs> did you, wait, did you see the transcript about Felicity Huffman her phone call? At, at one point, <laughs> they were like. We're going to have to change the date for something. And in her transcript, she literally went, rot row. <laughs> and then at another point, they were like, we have to change proctors because the proctor that you we were hoping for just had a baby. And she wrote, aw. She said, aw. <laughs> That's in the transcript. Aw. Oh <laughs> Fucking psychos. That's so embarrassing. My, I was talking to my mom about it and she was like, yeah, Felicity. She was like, oh yeah, they're very sanctimonious about they've, She's heard them talk about like their parenting style. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, they're so like holier than thou. God, they're literally thieves. Yeah. Look, every parent at some point helps their kids with their homework or like, yeah, but like, does a project for them. Like, I'm sure my mom like had to help me with some like dioramas. If I ever like, my children are going to know very clearly to like not expect any sort of help with like getting into college for yeah. me. And like you either do it or you don't. And if you don't, you're just gonna have to figure out your life. Get a job. Yeah. College is not a nece- a necessary evil. It's just not I mean, especially today, like Olivia J probably could have had a great career if she just was like, I'm gonna be a YouTube star. She could have just become a YouTube star and gone never have gone to college, gone to Fiji, collaborated with <laughs> Kazakhstan, and like no like her parents would still be like not facing a lot of jail time like it i mean and you could say like on some level like it just shows how the lengths a parent will go for their kid i'm like no this isn't this is an ego thing yeah it's for you she could have gone to like santa monica community college or like just any or just not gone to college yeah let someone else who wants to be there go and gets it on their own merit like USC is a great school and it's really hard to get into. And some really smart person who may maybe not even lives in America probably mm-hmm. got denied because fucking Olivia Jade <laughs> had to superimpose her face onto like a coxswain, a photo, a, a stock photo of a coxswain. They Blake Lively they in should, the shallows. They, they I Tanya. Yeah, they fully went full shallows for those college admissions. I'm sorry. I just think this is it's an. It really, I think, struck a chord because everyone in the nation is in an uproar about it. Like, it's it's kind of an insane story. It's insane. It's a, it's one of the wildest things I've ever heard. This year is full of wildness. 2019 Them, is off to a great start. 2019 has been, like, full-blown. Cray-cray. Guns blazing, full speed ahead. Like, the FBI will fucking knock down your door and arrest you at gunpoint. They they surrounded like, the Huffman and Macy residence <laughs> with, I think, machine guns. I love that. They came to their home at 6 a.m. Can you imagine Felicity? I was imagining Felicity being like, when they were arresting her and like handcuffing her, she was like, cocksuckers. Yeah, she got mad. Get off me, you fucking losers. This is definitely making me more cautious when it comes to scamming. Oh, like I'm, it made me like, oh my God, am, am I scamming? <laughs> I have to do a full body check of if I'm scamming or not, then reassure myself that I'm not yeah. scamming and not breaking the law. And then 
make sure that like everything's turned in on time because yeah. I feel like I'm like in this day and age you're being watched 24 7 like to try and get away with anything in the digital age of 2019 good luck with your projects because you will get felicitied you will get lorried yeah you'll get mercy mode (laughs) you'll get i'm telling you do not felicity huffman yourself don't felicity yourself and also pay your taxes pay your Keep up with your taxes because that will get you in a lot of drama and the IRS can be forgiving, but only up to a certain point. And then they forgive you, but they tell you, they like Lauren Conrad you. They say, I'll forgive, but But I'll never forget. forget. And if you fuck up one thing, we'll come crashing down on you. So now I'm like hyper vigilant. Burn your farm to the ground. Yeah. We will take all of your livestock, round all of your livestock up and shoot them all. Mm -hmm. And then we'll burn your crop fields and watch make you watch. Yeah. (laughs) They will. will. And they'll take everything. They don't care. Don't try to like humanize yourself. Nice and understanding until they're not. And I've only thankfully had the pleasure of being on a nice and understanding side and mm-hmm. i'm not trying to flip the switch oh i've talked to some lovely people at edd like the california people some of them will help you like if you have to reopen your unemployment claim and you it's too confusing it's it is confusing to even log into your uh, portal to get uh, like even a site. login name i was like <laughs> like i immediately start crying when yeah. i can't figure it out because i feel like i'm a really smart internet person and you like are. very very internet literate no it's like hieroglyphics and when i enter a zone of like weird tax things that you have to fill out or forms and you can't even google like how do you do this because i just google everything and i get the answers i need no. and when i come up against that wall i get so frustrated and go into the biggest cycle of like self-loathing like poor yeah. me like i want to die the portal will not open and the they will portal. they will tell you if you tried to log in a few times they will be like you're timed out so then for like 36 hours you have to wait and then once you get into the portal it is a true maze it's like stargate minotaur is- you need to have like the onk to like even <laughs> click in and yeah. then there's always a minotaur around the corner yeah <laughs> what is that yeah there's a minotaur <laughs> trying to to kill you when you're in the maze of the edd website and it is haunting so if you need to just wait patiently go on the customer service number and just keep pressing keep pressing zero until you get someone and just wait you'll have to wait wait. for a long time but then you'll finally talk to someone who can tell you and usually they're pretty like understanding and they'll help and like i had a woman like a few months ago when i had to go back on unemployment help me just open my file and she just did it for me. Yeah. And she was like, it's fine. And I was like, God bless you. Wait, though, like, who makes these government websites? Because whoever they hire to make them AI. are awful. They're so unuser friendly. Like, anyone that had to deal with, like, covered California or go through, like, the Obamacare process, like... God bless. Lo- God bless Barack for doing that like program, but also fuck you because <laughs> why don't you just hire like a decent web developer to like make it user friendly? It they, was the most confusing thing. And I don't understand as someone that's in the midst of having a website built, like it's It's not, Russia. Yeah. Like it's they, they hire this they hire people, they they go back in time to Soviet Union and then take people from the Soviet Union like 
bureaucrats from Soviet Union and then bring them to America in modern times and have them design the websites. That's what it feels like. They because just, like that you are being punished. I look through my website and I go and make sure like I can navigate it and it mm-hmm. all makes sense. And I'm like, did you just never do this for this? Like who went to the covered California website and was like, Oh my God, I logged in so easily. Like this makes all the sense in the world. Like amazing <laughs> two thumbs up. Like let's move forward. It's all, it's, it's crazy. It's really? It's, you know what? It, it just like, I could recommend like several good web designers that could go moving forward. Like the yeah. EDD could work with to like make it. So the portal is like more user friendly. It's, it's kind of like you're when you're on the website and I, I'm scared to even say this because I'm afraid of these people, but like <laughs> when you're on when you're trying to log in and then once you get in, you are I think you are gazing into hell. Because mm-hmm. it's just it's the absence the absence of light when you look at when you're on the website, it is whatever joy and hope is it's I'm the, opposite, at, it's of the opposite of that. And it's just cold, sterile government. Yeah horror like weird fonts weird fonts and like buttons i'm always afraid i'm gonna click some button yeah, that then it's gonna like yeah. change my whole account and ruin everything or like initiate some payment of like sixteen thousand dollars or something that I, I don't have <laughs> like i'm so careful it's like it, it's like you're going it's through like, like a laser it's, it's like you have to clip the bomb wire yeah you're like the red feels... or is it the red or green wire and you're like oh it's so stressful it's so stressful and also like I also was like when I was signing up, they ask all these questions about like your business and like if you're like a new company versus that. And sometimes I don't know what they mean. And I'm afraid that I'm going to sign up and say the wrong thing. And then they're going to come for me and arrest me because I like lied when I didn't even mean to lie. Yeah. It's like they (laughs) gaslight you into thinking that you're 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 like being a fraud (laughs) when you're not like when I I'm so afraid that I'm of using the website for when I just declare when i claim benefits just for like a standard two-week period Mm -hmm. that i do it over the telecert and i sit in my car (laughs) in silence because i i because if you even i've had it where it's like if you even cough (laughs) it it will say we're sorry end the call and it just drops you it's like oh no i didn't mean to say no they love to hang up on you (laughs) they love we're sorry we can't do that and then they hang (laughs) <laughs> but it's like oh my god I just, I just let out one cough i'm so sorry and it drops you and it's like it's like you are unable to declare benefits for this two-week period try back in six months and you're like no it's the government loves to like torture you there's but, like light torture yeah. involved like, but like can you imagine me sitting in my car yeah a cough like a solitary on a sunday cough. morning a telecert. And I'm like, I am, it's like, I'm, I don't even want to move my body. Yeah. Cause I'm afraid You're that it'll like. Completely <laughs> tense, just like not even breathing, trying to just like. Declare. <laughs> if yes, press one. If no, press two. If to repeat this question, press nine. And I'm like, sometime, one time I had to repeat it and I was like, nine. <laughs> and it went back. And then I was so relieved when it brought me back to the question. Cause I'm so afraid. Cause I need that. I need that. It's fear when when it comes to any sort of money and the government online, they <laughs> orchestrate in a true torture zone. They're like, if you can make it through this, I have PTSD from like 
the last time, any time that I'm like logging into my like 1-800 accountant portal or any portal that yeah. has to do with finances, I'm literally reliving like my worst traumas and fears. They're like an abusive coach. They're yeah. Like, they're like hitting you on the helmet. Like, oh, come on, come on. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You want to, you want to, you want to declare benefits? Yeah. Come on. And people send that? me forms in the mail and I have no idea what they mean. Yeah. And then I'm oh. trying to Google it and they're, and like, you can't find the answer. And then it, that is what hell is. If you are a bad person, you the, die and go to hell and you wake, it's just you and your apartment getting log forms into the portal. in the mail and logging into portals and like accidentally <laughs> coughing on the phone. When I get an email from the EDD department and I can't open it immediately, I'm so stressed. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm always afraid the email is like, you are going to jail. Yeah. They're like... They're like, you owe $48,000. <laughs> you owe 48000 That's like, even when I get like, when just... You know when you get like a statement from your health insurance, it's just mm-hmm. telling you like what they covered. Oh, I'm immediately scary. like, I see the fee and I'm like, oh my god, I owe. I, I know. I'm convinced that someday I'm going to get a, a letter that says like, you owe three hundred thousand dollars. That's what I always feel like because I'm like, where did the money go? I don't really understand this statement. <laughs> like, either. why did you cover this amount? I like, don't either. nothing makes what sense. Out of pocket? Does and that mean like, that out I of pay? pocket? Yeah, and then nothing ever comes. I think that means it's taking it from your insurance, right? I truly. I, your guess is as good as mine. Listeners. <laughs> Listeners, weigh in. I, All I know is like copay. I don't even know. I mean, I'm. But I'm my therapist hasn't said anything yet. I'm so truly I, waiting for that moment oh, where constant. I get the craziest medical bill of my life. A million dollars. Yeah. And then I have to like. They're like, that's the insurance from like 30 to 40 years old. And we bill like every 10 years or they'll find some sort of loophole. But like the bottom line is in health insurance, even if you're not in covered California, which was like a great program to be a part of while it lasted for me. But thankfully, I'm like in a like making more money now and can like pay my own health insurance. Thank fucking God. But there it never stops being a troll. They're never not. You're never not getting trolled by one thing i mean there's some uh, obviously there's some great like within just in the insurance end like there's some great loophole like if you're like i used to go to i I used to get prep from the lgbt center Mm -hmm. for free love that you just i mean you have to like wait and like apply and go through like a little process but then they'll just give it because they just want people to be on prep so there's like if you're like if you need stuff like that taken care of yeah yeah they'll they will there's thing programs there's you know medicaid like people there's ways to get stuff that there's access to things Mm -hmm. so don't fret we've all been there don't fret we've all been there but also fucking fret because it's hard it's the minotaur it's the true (laughs) minotaur hours he's coming to slaughter he's fully coming for you he's drooling in anticipation of ripping your head off. Yeah. It's like Hellraiser. In the portal. Yeah. Yeah. Pinhead comes. He appears. <laughs> Immediately when you log into any portal now. Health insurance portals or financial portals. It's Pinhead, Minotaur, <laughs> and the girl from the ring. Yeah. She crawls out of the well. She holds your head back while Minotaur gores you. And then Hellraiser just laughs. He just like hangs your entrails yeah on like a spike and he's like ah! and then when you're like screaming and begging for mercy to leave the portal like pinhead's like never never leave you will never leave because he 
this is where you live now. <laughs> and you scream, your eyes are like bleeding, and then you just scream and scream, and then you wake up and you're like, <gasps> and you look around and you're like, to, to say yes, press one. Yeah. To say no, press two. To repeat this question. <laughs> <laughs> no! You're stuck in the portal forever. I think Pinhead appears on Lin- Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. Yeah. Pinhead is the owner of the club. Oh my god. He's the true. So this episode this episode, this episode speaking of like the maze. The final one until literally like three fourths of the way through. We had about ten minutes left that we both came to the realization that oh no, this is there's we, more the, left. We entered a portal. We were in the maze. We were in the maze of Lowen's Beach Club. So, what if this has ended and we're just like dead. something happened where two the two of us thought that it keeps going so we keep doing like yeah podcast things about it we get together and watch it but like we're in a dream we're in a dream <sighs> i mean anything is possible in mykonos you want to know who isn't in a dream these people yeah they're they're in a living nightmare they so this episode was pretty much like a bottle episode like it takes place in one yeah one area and uh it starts with so basically this episode is about Brent. yeah this is an episode about toxic masculinity and one man's reckoning with his own yeah so it starts with they're all talking sarah it's like the morning after last week when sarah and brent broke Broke up up. because he wouldn't introduce her to his friends it's also day 24 24. so they've been in mykonos like had a relationship yeah had a relationship fell in love fell out of love broke up and now sarah's excited to be single sarah again yeah she's like in she's in their house and like janita comes janita is like way too janita is a little too fixated on sarah being single you have posited that Janita has like a huge crush on Sarah and I'm with you on that. I don't even know if it's, maybe it's not like a lip, but she's just like, it's like, she's obsessed with her. She, I think she, she's maybe she just wants like a single friend to like go on her single journey with. I think it's like a single, it's in the vein of like single white female where it's just yeah. like, you want that forever friend. That's uh-huh. like, it's a little fried green tomatoes. Yeah. So she's very excited. Sarah keeps telling us and herself, like, she says, I, I have no feelings for Brent anymore. It's like, you just broke up last night. Yeah. You were in love with him, and now you don't have any feelings for him. They so that means fast. that you weren't in love. Yeah. You and were she, never in love. And she's like, I'm ready to be single, Sarah, but also like myself. What are you talking about? Sarah, we've realized, is maybe the biggest idiot on this entire show. And the planet yeah she's like a, she's she, not bright i th- like if the lights are not i would love for her and may to go head to head with like um like a lumosity test and see like who scores i think higher. may would secretly come out on top yeah maybe may isn't dumb she's just like super annoying yeah i think may is just very unbearable yeah but sarah's just like pure idiocy she's moving out of brent's room and she just and everyone in the house is like talking about how excited they are about single sarah i'm like you don't even know single sarah sarah's literally been wifed up to this asshole since she set foot in mykonos but like are are we all like under and like does this, this show really wants us to be interested in her yeah she wants us to be interested in her. But everyone's but everyone is perpetuating this lie. Mm-hmm. Like I don't 
I don't care about single Sarah. But I think that they do because like when you get in a relationship on a reality show, you immediately become like the center of drama because like just naturally there's going to be more drama with a couple. So like you then become like the center of the universe around which everything else like that's rotates. true i mean i'm thinking about like the real world whenever yeah and like jersey like, shore yeah. like ronnie and sam and so like they're rallying around this girl and i think that she hasn't spent enough no one's spent enough time together no one really knows each other to understand that she's just stupid yeah and so they're like and brent also is just the worst so they're actually like they should have just been together because they would take each other off the market and everyone else would be safe. But I also think everyone is using Sarah to like, because they all have an issue with Brent. Everyone wants to like get, have revenge on yeah. Brent. So, so they're like, sort of like, a, they get to live vicariously through Sarah and urge her yeah. to like make out with Billy because they just want to see Brent get what's coming to him. It's like when my sister, broke up with her high school boyfriend and he started dating like the meanest girl in school like the girl that everyone's afraid of like she was like the regina george no and i think and then my sister became friends with all these girls who i think i we i think they like wanted to get close to her because it's like the enemy of my enemy is my Mm -hmm. my friend kind of thing so Mm -hmm. they all were sort of like using her to like get back at her so like i think it's kind of like that yeah they're all like you know what? We'll suck it up with Sarah. We'll encourage her. We'll She's encourage the lesser her. of two evils, yeah. for sure. So they're all like really excited about them breaking up because now Brent could be a pariah. But nobody really knows each other's names, we're convinced, <laughs> because Kyle calls Brent Brit. Brit. He's like, the thing with Brit is. No, no one, one knows their names. Yeah. Like, I had started to not know. Their I don't names. know anyone's names. I was like writing down people's names and I was like, who? Who is this? I called Jules Sarah at one point. I called Jules. What was the first name that we called her? It was like it was like Maureen or something. No, it was like some God. Jill. Hold on. I miss the days of Jules. I know. I wish Jules would come back. Wait. She shouldn't have been let go. What did we call Jules? Jill. Jill. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Jill. So, Has she recovered, do you think? No. She's still she's, in the ICU. She is like on an iron lung. She's being studied by yeah. multiple scientists. She is like... Patient uh, zero. For the monoplague. Gabby is over it. Gabby is just Gabby's amazing. given up. I love her. Yeah. She's just sitting there like no makeup on. Just She can't even like muster up a smile. She's yeah. covered in bug bites from yeah. head to toe. Like She's like, I'm... I'm so miserable here. I just want to go back to DC. Mike seems like really concerned about everyone. Yeah. He's on edge a little bit at the start of this episode. I think he's just on edge in general. Yeah. He needs a Lexapro. He needs a Lexapro. And a hug. And a hug. And just like a J-O sesh. We'll we'll hug you, Mike. Yeah. We'll (laughs) hug you. We'll give you a Carrie and Lara sandwich. (laughs) Um, Also, we might have heard that Mike... Listens, listens to this podcast. To our podcast. So, if, Mike, if you're listening, case, we love you. We love you, and we want you to come on. Yeah, and we think that you deserve your own show. We would love to watch the Mike show. I'm here for the Mike. We're show. here for the Mike show, and if if you're listening, tell us. Yeah, pitch the Mike show to MTV. Tweeted us. Tweeted us. 
like us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us. Throw we both us a follow like. you. Yeah. And we love you. We love you. Um, Panos. Panos. Panos floats and he's thinner than ever. Panos is not. He was. He's still really pissed about the boys coming to him to to talk about Brent and how mm-hmm. they all are sick of him. So he like walks up to all them and he goes, hi, how are you? And, and they all say, we're good. How are you? And he goes, fine. fine. I love how. Panos is honest. He's honest about his feelings, thoughts, emotions. I'm fine. Fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Like Panos just wants to get down to work. Yeah. He's also really honest about like who he hates. Oh yeah. And this week he hates Alex. He hates Alex is his he goes at one point he goes, Maybe Alex is maybe like Jules. No personality. There's nothing that he doesn't sometimes he just doesn't even speak. He, he says g- no words. He says no words. He goes, Sometimes Alex it's like hello. Knock, just knock. like open the door get it started get it started so Bre- panos is not here for anyone with a bad personality yeah panos is not pleased panos <laughs> panos comes over to the team and he's like so today we have a a big client coming his name is enrique enrique and he goes a vip high profile client he goes he's gay he's gay <laughs> chic cool connected in the fashion world it would be really important for the lohan brand he might bring in new people but i love he goes he's gay i love also the fact that they spent about four minutes with this like enrique storyline and then they like set it up to be like this is a, a major huge thing. get and then it, there was no payoff like enrique came in the cabana with and, a friend like, and they like wanted to change into their bathing suits so and the there's boys... no actual changing room or real good facilities at this like ramshackle beach house even like hurricane harbor has a changing station yeah but like lohan beach club you just have your fema shacks and that's it but yeah, it's like they literally spend two minutes on them. Yeah, and, and then, then we over. never heard from them again. And then during, so I guess the Lohan brand is strong. The Lohan brand is fair. He's gay. He's gay. Chic, cool, chic, cool, connected in and the then, fashion world would be very good for the Lohan brand. And then we see Lindsay's chiming in on. She is. She's like, I don't understand. She's like, I don't understand why. The boys are all mad about Brent. She goes, Brent is a bully because he was bullied. I don't see why they don't see that. So she's excusing Brent. Yeah. She loves Brent. She loves Brent. He's her favorite. They, he's the he's, biggest earner. He's Parnas' favorite too. Parnas and Lindsay are team Brent. They're so team Brent. And she says, like, my bright idea to, you know, renew the morale of the group is to put them all on a yacht together. And she says it's a yacht, but it's really just a boat. It's like... It's like a... It's a medium-sized boat. Yeah, Like a party a boat. Yeah. It's not like... It's not like blow a yacht. No. It's literally... It's not even as nice as the yacht that Lindsay went on when she went on the Yacht of Horrors. No. And like <laughs> tortured Kayla. Kayla. I thought they were going to go back to Lindsay's yacht and she was going to like lock them up and like yeah. just like torture some people. But then we didn't even get that payoff. I like Lindsay stopped being a part of this show. I wanted her and Parnos to be on the yacht with them. I thought that they were going to. But Lindsay was like, like, I'm like, hell, I'm ever going to step foot on that fucking piece of shit. No, Lindsay stayed back at the beach house getting sunburnt and like windblown. Lindsay, and drunk. Yeah, so Lindsay's very adamant. She's like, I want them all to be together, to have some fun. She goes, and if you can't handle having fun on a yacht and you have to start drama, then you're very silly. <laughs> 
There's also a child dancing at the beach house. And they, and the they blur adult, out his dad. His dad was blurred and the child's face was not blurred. His <laughs> dad was like hiding. He was like in the witness protection program. The sea witch. We also got a <laughs> glimpse, of her. glimpse of her vibing and just happy that a child was there. Fresh yes. blood. So that day, so the whole like cabana thing, they just kind of glaze over and then it's immediately the next day and they're getting dressed to go on the yacht. Yeah. And Mike goes... I've never been on a yacht because I'm broken trash. And I was like, love you. I love him. Sarah is getting ready for the yacht. And she declares that single Sarah is back. And single Sarah wears a truckload of makeup. (laughs) She is wearing the makeup and the highlighter and the contouring is like it's at level 20. Like I was almost like if you'd like licked your finger and like just ran your finger down Oh, if you just wiped your hand across her face, it would leave like an artful paint smear. <laughs> her like makeup is so bad. It'd be like Gaga's like, yeah. I live for the applause makeup. Mm-hmm. That's what she looks like. She does. She looks like a clown. She's wearing a lot. It's like, you don't need that much makeup. She goes, I'm finally single. And finally, it's been 24 days. Finally? Finally. You were dating him for maybe a solid week. Yeah. But just all this, it's like the producers probably were just like, just talk about Sarah being single. When did this drama go down? I guess they were on, they're only going to be in Greece for like a month, I think, tops. Because no, they I keep think saying three months. Really? Yeah. Maybe it's longer than we think. Longer than you think. It's longer than you think. No, I think it's the portal. Because Alex says when he gets there, I'm just excited to have fun for three months. Oh. So I think they're there for three months. But I so think they're, they're there for the entire the summer. this is their last five days or something yeah time is meaningless in mykonos if you if if there's a a listener that has a solid grasp on the timeline of this show like like can you do make a google document chart and share it with us because i have no idea when anything has happened please like it seems like like when Panos calls Lindsay at the end of the episode, I thought he was like telling her for the first time that Brent and Sarah had like gotten together yeah. and was having drama. But I'm like, why would he, he wouldn't be telling her cause they've already been through this. Yeah. But like, what is happening? What is happening? They're just like now out to confuse all the viewers. This is like a Russian, Russian mind control experiment. Malaysia 370. Yeah. This has everything to do with Malaysia flight 370. Just a story. It's uh hypernormalization. Yeah. This is what's happened. Also, our la- last week's episode was released on the five year anniversary of Malaysia flight 370. So we're fully like in. Yeah. I mean, it's under the beach. With MH370. It's, it's under. under the sand. Yeah. Like intact the last episode you'll hear a rumbling and like everyone will shake in the beach club and panos will like grab his hat to keep it on his head and the sea witch will like gyrate Mm -hmm. and then you'll see like the ground underneath out into the sea the malaysia flight will start from underneath the sea and then emerge from the sea and and do like circles over the beach club and then zoom off and trigger world war three yeah i mean there were theories that the plane was going to be used as like a nuclear bomb. Yeah. Like a ultimate weapon kind of thing. Told you the numerologist said it's not gone. It will come back. So think about that. Next time you watch Lindsay Lohan's beach house. My God. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William vs. Harry started. 
It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disentel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Everyone gets on the boat. Ari and Kyler are both wearing matching blazers, blazers with no shirts no shirt. and neon suits and socks. Ari loves socks. Ari is a sock head. He is. He, if you go on his Instagram, he's always wearing them. I hope he starts a sock line like Rob Kardashian. I would buy Ari's socks. What was this called? Like Arthur? Something? Arthur George. Arthur George. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Chris is always still promoting it. I know. <laughs> the doting mom. Um, Janita says that this their yacht day just goes to show that Lindsay and Panis are unpredictable. And we were like, tracks. <laughs> you think? Yeah. I know you went, you think? Alex says that I want to leave Brent in deep waters. Yeah. He goes, when we're on this tour, he's like, Brent, everyone is like against Brent right now. And I'm hoping, I don't even want him to end up on an island. I hope we just drop him off into deep waters. <laughs> and I was like, okay, Alex. <laughs> also, then Brent is like having his talking head moment and he has pink eye. Yeah. He has so, conjunctivitis yeah. in one eye. So we've gone from Jules Mono to... Brent now has a raging case of pink eye. And it's and it's only in one talking head so- yeah. moment. And then it's like fine in another one. I feel like we'll see more of his pink eye yeah. as like the season plays out. Do you think someone farted on his pillow? Uh, I <laughs> bet like the entire cast did one by one. That's exactly what I would have done. May did. May did. <laughs> May was the first. May hates Brent. May snuck into Brent's room, like just secretly. She doesn't even want like to be a hero for it. She just snuck into his room one day when no one was looking. Also, I didn't realize May was even on the show still till it showed her on the yacht, and I was like, "Oh my god, yeah, she's still on." I also this. forgot her name. So she's been so low key, just like scurrying around and doing silly things. Like she like probably like stole a pair of Janita's like tiny sunglasses. <laughs> and then she like scurried in and like stole a pair of like Ari socks and then she scurried in and, and stole just, like, a pair a, a, a blush brush from yeah from, from Sarah. Sarah's caboodle yeah and then she like ate like a lot of eggs and like beans at breakfast one day and people gave her shit about not doing the dishes and she was like i'm not doing them and then like scurried off and then just let a huge fart marinate <laughs> and then just like released it yeah on she, brent's pillow she did like a dutch oven she did dutch oven. <laughs> she pulled the covers over her head sat pulled down her pants sat on the pillow and covered all quadrants of the pillow it wasn't like just one in the middle she was like yeah all over the place all over and she was and she was giggling <laughs> she was giggling maniacally to herself but had to keep it quiet yeah. so no one would find her everyone was outside like sunning yeah and, and someone was like where's may and they were like who and then <laughs> gina was like who and then <laughs> may's been missing for like four days she's, but been she's just been in the house like been, she's been sneaking around and just like farting things. yes dealing things Hiding. and farting on brent's pillow watching May now sleeps in the in the cupboard. Yeah. She's, <laughs> <laughs> she's an elf. She's an elven creature yeah. that only comes out like they're, they thought that May left, like yeah. just one day she wasn't there. Yeah. But May literally is stealing and making a nest of yeah. people's belongings in the cupboard. Oh my god. And then she only leaves to fart on Brent's pillow. She has a full on like nest of 
everyone's like belongings. She's like a squirrel. Yeah. She's she like takes a, the hair out of all the girls' rat. hairbrushes and puts it all around in her nest and then snuggles up. There's like a shot where they're all sitting in the living room and they all get up to go to dinner and you see the last person exit camera and they go, where's May? And then you see the camera zoom in onto like, <laughs> like a, onto a cabinet. Yeah. Onto a cabinet, like on a day bed or something, or like a, there's like a cabinet in the living room. Yeah. That's and he, where and May you stays. See, you see one of May's eyes as the cabin closing. <laughs> she slowly closes the door. <laughs> she has a full on, like she has a world, but beneath, she's the girl beneath the walls. Yeah. She's, she's in like, the walls. Has a whole new show that she's on now with her new friends that she's made out of like other people's hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she has like a pagan like statue in the walls that she's it's made. It's like hereditary where they make yeah. those weird statues. That's what May has made. Uh-huh. And they all play with each other, but she's the queen bee. The hive. Yeah. She's Paymon. D- done full. We've come around full circle. She's worshiping Paymon. May's world. <laughs> I just love her like making a little nest. May feels safe for the first time in her life. Yeah. In her nest, in her cupboard, in Mykonos. But in the process, she's given Brent pink eye. Yeah. And so for that, she's a hero. Salute to her. A shero. Um, <sighs> Alex. Oh, oh, well, first Alex says, uh, I'm having serious doubts about whether or not this brand is right for me. Yeah. And I can tell you right now that it's not. And you made a huge mistake by coming here and being on this show. You see it on his face. Anyone that's taken part in this show has made the biggest mistake of their lives. But only Gabby and Alex, I think, see it. Yeah. Everyone else still is clinging to some sort of hope. Yeah. But like the jig is up. The jig is very like this show also has not been renewed. And wouldn't we, if it was going to be renewed, wouldn't we have heard by now? Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, I think Lindsay's best bet now is like second season airs on like a Russian state TV network. Yeah. Today. She makes like a web series. Yeah. Just handheld. (laughs) It's like Brittany and Kevin chaotic. <laughs> Parnos and Lindsay. Parnos and I'd Lindsay. watch that. Chaotic. I would watch the shit I'd out of that. Stream from Russia. Lindsay's wasted and sunburnt, and she's looking around her beach club, and she goes, "The restaurant is full. <laughs> That's good. That's good." And she's just like smoking cigs and talking shit about other sunburnt people. Yeah, she goes, "How that?" She looks at some like nice, like some guy in a speedo, like living his best life, and she's like, "How did he get a sun?" Someone goes, "How did he get a sunburn like that?" And Lindsay goes, "Bad sex. <laughs> Bad sex." Well, she goes, "Someone get him some aloe." <laughs> and it's like, "What are you talking about? And who are you talking to?" bad six <laughs> she makes jokes that make no sense but she thinks she's really landing she thinks she's hilarious yeah. she thinks she's like chelsea handler <laughs> Lindsay like practices stand up it's me, it's me, me vodka Lindsay. she's are you there vodka it's me Lindsay. <laughs> i write a book called are you there vodka it's me Lindsay. and they're like mm, <laughs> they chelsea. Go, no she goes you gotta be kidding me and they're like no also that was a title of a book. Uganda be kidding me. <laughs> How that was not b- a bigger problem. She got that. She got away. Right before, right before there outrage. would have been like outrage about that. But like, what was she thinking? I don't know. It was just, a what is that even era. about? It's about her like trip to Africa and like playing pranks. It's about like being in Uganda. I don't know. I didn't read it, but I tried to watch the special about it. And then I was like, I don't, get this i watched 
I watched like one of her like docu series mm-hmm. where she like does ayahuasca with Jenny Mullen and that guy who's married to Diablo Cody. Love. What do they, they like, learn? And they all just like cry together. Love that. Gwyneth says that psychedelics are the new frontier. Like she says that's what's hot and what's next. Just FYI for everyone. Do you see that there's like a big hubbub about Gwyneth's like Soho house she's building? What's happening with it? Just like there's like all these like ordinance issues and people are fighting against it and she's like pressing on. <sighs> she's literally a warrior. She is. Gwyneth has had to undergo deal with so much hate, so much pushback. And really, she's just a warrior of wellness, a trailblazer, a disruptor. Oh, I wanted to tell you this on the pod. Yeah. I went to my new psychiatrist last week in Sherman Oaks, Mm -hmm. and I walked by, I drove by the Tracy Anderson method of Sherman Oaks, and I felt very you. Wow. You should go check it out sometime. You would actually be obsessed with it because... Tracy's workout, like the way these workout classes work is they're led by an instructor that doesn't ever speak. So the instructor never says anything. They just walk into the front of the room and start moving and you just have to mimic their movements. They never say a word the entire time. I like that. It's so I've never been in a class like that in my life until I went to a Tracy Anderson method class. Where'd you go? I went to the Brentwood class and I saw Gwyneth there both times that I went. Was she working out? She was working out. She was finishing up her dance workout. So she was just trotting in the corner, just doing the dance moves is like the final one. Cause it's like, there's all this like resistance band kind of stuff or like floor exercises. But then like, if you're doing the whole workout, then there's another like hour of cardio, but their cardio is just like little jigs that you learn. <laughs> that like are, yeah. You just prance around, but it's like court. It's like choreographed jigs. So was she alone? Was just, yeah. Alone. She was finishing up her morning workout. Were people looking at her? I was. So she like still is a Tracy diehard. Oh, she's a huge Tracy head. She's there every day. Like if you want to go see Gwyneth Paltrow, go to Brentwood Tracy Anderson in the morning, like at around like 8 or 9 a.m. <laughs> Sorry to blow up her spot. Don't go there and hurt her. Um. Also, like my goal in life is to do a one man show where I just reenact uh, Gwyneth's video that she did for Oprah in like 2004 where she introduced the world to Tracy Anderson for the first time. And that she was, was like, I, this is my private gym. Mm-hmm. That's like a gorgeous wood paneled. Have I talked about this with you? No, but I know exactly the video you're talking about. She calls about. Tracy her tiny miracle. Yeah. And they and, walk along the beach and just like have a real discussion about yeah. life. That was one of, that was like a touchstone for me. Yeah. In just like my life. But it's just, it's on YouTube, but Gwyneth just goes, my t- who i like to call my tiny miracle you see tracy and she's like <laughs> she's like this elven skinny little thing i love the tracy and gwyneth's origin story where tracy basically like fat shamed gwyneth into like working with her gwyneth is like i was a mess and then i met tracy and she said your ass is flat tracy body shamed gwyneth and then said i'll change everything and then the tiny miracle, she did change everything. And Gwyneth invested in Tracy. My favorite era was Madonna, Gwyneth, and Tracy in London. Oh, yeah. Just like walking in the rain without coats on, just being like red. Yeah. They the loved working out together just looking in like ruddy. Madonna's mansion. Yeah. And then just like walking. But I love also that Madonna got 
X'd out of that friendship and Gwyneth and Tracy went on because what was Madonna got mad at Tracy because she didn't come to like her child's like music performance who like I think it was I read that it was like some the schism happened because Madonna d- was mad that Tracy didn't come to something of her child like a like Lourdes or yeah. Let me or like rock and Tracy was was like why are you so obsessed with me kind of thing uh, and then that's why they're not friends anymore I think I'm pretty sure that's what obsessed. it is I wouldn't want to go to like Lourdes or Rocco's music thing yeah fuck no I'm like tell me like call me about the adopted kids like I'm obsessed with they're David amazing. Banda and Mercy like and Esther live, laugh, and love Stella for all of them love them and like if they ever have a music performance or any performance Mercy's like a child prodigy on the piano like have you heard her no Madonna Does she just have YouTube videos. No, Madonna just like will post a video of her like playing Chopin, <laughs> Chopin. Love. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I'm here for all of them. I'm not here for Lourdes. Rocco or Lourdes. Like I'm Lourdes here got to like, into U Michigan. Them. What? Lourdes goes to University of Michigan. Love that. On her own. Hmm. Well, Madonna went there. Oh, love that. Ushered in. But yeah, Gwyneth and Tracy. Gwyneth takes Tracy's side. Gwyneth, Tracy takes all. Tracy takes all. And Gwyneth's there along for the ride. Do do you think Gwyneth invested in like financially in the Tracy Anderson? Yeah, they're business partners. She's like helped her grow. Tracy's so rich. I know. Have you ever Googled her net worth? No. What is it? This This is called the Tracy Anderson podcast. No, I love a Google of net worth. 110 million? No. From just her method? That is, she is a tiny miracle. My pint sized miracle. My pint sized miracle. (laughs) She's teeny tiny. Is it good? Yeah. I mean, it's a good workout. But you can also, like, there's lots of good workouts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Men should do it. I think you, if you, anything you do that's going to be, I mean, I got to go, we need to find people that are members because they can take a guest like once a month for free. And that's like the most exciting thing to go to because then like we took the class and then Tracy came in and sat down and talked to us very seriously about nutrition and then told us a really like really told us that we needed to like get her new like Tracy bars and like clean method. And I was she, like, she came in and had a powwow. She came in after the class. We all sat down Were you and kind of amazed. I was living my best. I was like, if I could do this every day, I would. Was she like engaged? Yes. She was like, I really need to talk to you guys. Like I have, <laughs> I am like, I am dying. I have a new detox program that is like, I think it was like her clean program or something. It was $400 and she wanted everyone to get it. Were people like eating it up? I mean, I'm sure a lot of people got it. I really think you need to buy my bars. And then she has now Tracy Anderson bars. I want one. I'm in Tracy Anderson also has like revealed, I think her like diet tips and tricks. And it's literally, she eats nothing. (laughs) Like her, she's always like a high calorie diet. Like once you deep dive into Tracy Anderson, you realize she's just like an anorexic. 
Like there is one amazing goop post where Gwyneth shared her like getting ready for Iron Man three diet. And you realize that she ate 500 calories a day. She was like for lunch, I would eat a raw tortilla with like a two slices of deli turkey for a snack. I'd eat like some celery and like garbanzo bean. Like she was like drank like green tea for breakfast. Like it was not like a full day of meals. It was crazy. Any of these people that you see that have like insane bodies after a certain age, like it's either their genetics are insane or they're starving themselves. And I'd say most of the time they're just starving themselves. So whenever you get jealous of someone, just think about how hungry they are, how hungry they are. And if you want to be that hungry too, and I I guarantee you probably don't. And with that, I'm not going to go to the gym today. Anyway, anyway, um, I love Kyle at one point goes, he was just talking about how great he's like, he's like, here we are. They're all talking about how Brent is just having a pissing. He's just Brent pouty being, in the quarter. He's sulking. He's sullen. Everyone's Kyle, having like a good time. Kyle goes, here we are on somebody's yacht and we're having fun. And Brent can't join in with that. And I'm like, I love that he said somebody's, somebody's yacht. yacht. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone is like jumping off. Gabby is like twerking mm-hmm. and it closes up on her. And then you just realize that her whole vagina is blurred out <laughs> because it's like hanging out of her swimsuit or something. Yeah. The show keeps blurring out people's vaginas. I know. And May is still there. And this was the moment we were like, oh, she's still on the show. But she's really happy that everyone hates Brent. Mm-hmm. At one point, she says, I've been waiting the whole time for this. Yeah. I just deleted all my notes. I saw your face like something you poked around on your phone and then made a face and I was like, what's going on over there? (laughs) Oh, well. Brent is isolating himself. Anytime people yell at Brent, it closes up on May doing like a a peeking around the corner with like a little smirk on her face. Yeah, at one point it zooms in on May and she's literally literally peeking her head from around the bend and going... I'm so happy this is happening. Yeah. She's so happy that Brent's getting torn up. So Brent literally goes down into the cabin and closes the door and, and takes a nap because he's so upset. He's also wearing capri jorts. He's wearing clam diggers. He's wearing clam diggers. And just like when everyone's celebrating and like jumping into the ocean and swimming, he's just like, Mm, he's wearing like capris with like embroidered flowers on them yeah like yaya sisterhood pants yeah they're like from the limited two yeah yeah he's gone full limited two outfit he's acting like a seventh grade girl sorry i meant traveling pants not the yaya sisterhood sisterhood. you're thinking of alex's yaya divine secrets of the yaya yaya sisterhood (laughs) divine secrets of the yaya homophobic sisterhood Um, so he's pissed. Billy's like really going in on Sarah. (laughs) Billy's like, this is my time to shine. I'm going to make my move. Why not? And so they make out. Yeah. In like a gross make out. In front of everyone. And then Alex is like, I want some. So then Sarah makes out with Alex. Yeah. And he's like, her lips were so plump and full of filler. And I loved it. Yeah. He loved kissing her. Alex also says in his one-on-one that Brent is the May of the group. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, he goes, 
wow, he comes in so high and mighty, and now he's he's the literal May of the group. And then they have a shot of May like trying to dance with everyone, and she's not. She keeping just up. like can't do it. But like, can you imagine watching that being like? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really sad. I mean, I feel like if I was on a reality show and everyone hated me, I'd pretty much know that. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever get surprised by like the footage afterwards but goddamn like what if you were like thought that everyone loved you and you were like chilling on the show and then you realize oh everyone hated me but goddamn like she's like she's reveling in this moment of her enemy being hated on and then alex (laughs) calls your enemy the you of the group back to the cupboard basically like i mean the rest of the yacht trip is just like Janita goes and tries to like everyone at one, at a certain point is like, look, we only have five days left. Let's try to get Brent back into the group. Like Kyle says, I, I play rugby. I'm, you I'm know, a team. I'm a big guy. I'm like, I love the team. Our weakest link is our, you know, we're only as strong as our weakest link. So, which was really hot to hear. Cause then they showed yeah, pictures of him playing rugby. All these, so I was like, Ugh. and I want him to like kick me in the face. Yeah. And then he goes over to Brent and him and Ari try to pep him up. And they're like, dude, just, stop like just it's you guys are done let's just move on from this just try to have fun brent's not having brent's it like, no man i just you know she's kissing brent it's just disgusting it's horrible yeah he basically like slut shames her yeah then he goes down and closes the door hides in a cabin he and hides in a bunk bed janita goes down surprising janita goes down to his- just fucking wasted ready to just talk shit to brent she's like let me tell you why all this is happening well and then- first she goes in and is like brent come on she's like just stop pouting like we're, we're we're trying to have fun together like let's just enjoy what we have and he's like no jay no jay just get out of here and she's like well let and then she goes into rage mode and she's like well let me tell you what you did wrong yeah you called her a six I love that he went from like a two to a six yeah because i thought it was a two but he- i guess everyone else in the house was a two yeah so he's he, like, I gave something to her that I never give to anyone. They're like, okay, you also threw clothes at her head. Yeah, and you like verbally abused her. Made and her like, feel small. Yeah. You called her, her ugly. Called her ugly. <laughs> like said you would never talk to her if you were not in Greece. And like what is so important? You told her that your grandma died? Yeah. He's like, I gave something to her. I don't give to any other of these, these hoes. Yeah. And then Janina he's- and him start fighting. And then he goes up on deck and they fight even more. And then Brent decides that he's done. Yeah. He's he like, finds I'm, a producer named Shane. She is Shane. I was like, who's Shane? And you he hear, goes, I want to go. I want to leave. I'm done. I'm going to pack up. Like I'm about to have a meltdown. Like I don't want to do it anymore. So basically Brent's just having a tantrum because now he, everyone he, sees who he is, who he is really. And he can't handle any ounce of criticism. So he's completely shattering. And he's like, I, I need to go back to my mom. And when you're like a toxic male and you pull all this shit, no one's going to stand for it. And it's going to get thrown back in your face. And if you're a true strong person, you can take that in stride and learn from it. But if you're Brent, you just crumble and shut down. I was really bummed that he didn't get escorted off the yacht in a dinghy. But I thought that I was hoping that he would just like kill himself on the yacht. (laughs) Sorry. Or that he would just swim. He would just swim out to sea. Yeah. And never come back. He goes, I want to just swim and run with the dolphins. Like Brent could jump off the back of the yacht, swim out, and then a dolphin would come and like swoop him up and he would become part of the pod. He would, he would, oh my God, that, that could be his one redemption Mm -hmm. is to become a dolphin. Yeah. Not like physically, but like 
become one with the a dolphins. A human dolphin. And like live with them. Because, I mean, they're mammals. Yeah. He could just breathe every so often and learn how to see underwater and and hold his breath really long. And, and he'd have to learn how to like jive with them. Yeah. And he could communicate by being like... <laughs> like he only speaks in that language from here on out. The only way for Brent to redeem himself is to join a dolphin pod. Yeah. So until he does that, I'm not here with any forgiveness in my heart for Brent. They land, they go back on land and Brent is like, he, <laughs> he, at one point they're walking up to the house and Brent <laughs> cuts in front of Alex and goes, sorry, and runs into the house with his little bag and then starts furiously packing. <laughs> Janina calls him burnt. <laughs> he goes, Bert is really upset. <laughs> Janita's never learned anyone's name on the show. Parnos. Burnt. Parnos. And then Brent Brent is neatly packing his big suitcase. He's really upset. Everyone is downstairs like, is he actually leaving? They're all like, okay. And then we see like actual producers come on the show to like talk him off the ledge. A producer literally goes, here, here you go. And hands him a bottle of wine. And he goes, can I call my mom really fast? And the producer just goes... Yeah, fine. And, and just walks off. So he calls his mom. He goes, Mom. <laughs> he tells his mom, like, his side of the story. Yeah, he Fails goes, to mention, like, any verbal abuse. She goes, what's wrong? What happened with Sarah? And he goes, she started kissing. She started making out with a guy in front of me, Mom. And she goes, well, that's that's not good. And, yeah, completely, like, glossed over the fact that he was a horrible prick. Yeah. And then, but the mom even is like, Brent, suck it up. She's like... <laughs> If you can imagine if like you had a beautiful son and you were so excited to have a baby and like raise him <laughs> and then like see him off into the world and it turned out to be fucking Brent. Yeah. The mom is like, Brent, come on, snap out of it. If my child, if I had a son and it turned out like Brent, I would be like, I we're put not him on talking a, I put him anymore. on no call. Yeah. I block his calls. I'd block him. But he, he, he goes, it's just every girl i dated they always turn out to he goes i'm the waitress slayer mom that's my reputation i'm like ew, ew why are you bragging are you about your that mom? To your mom he goes he goes it always ends up the same when i date these pieces of shit yeah like, he's talking about women i know and it's he like he hates women he hates women and it's like the only woman he likes is his mom and his grandma babe if you keep finding yourself in the same situation over and over the common denominator is you yeah but i love that he just goes it's all the same when I date when I open up to these pieces of shit. And like by opening up means telling them that your grandma died <laughs> and you were sad about it. Like join the fucking club. So then Brent, the mom is like, I think you should stay. I yeah. Think, she's like, I, I think she's you should like, suck it for up. For the love of God. She's like, it means less phone calls <laughs> for me. It means, yeah, less, less. Less I have to interact with you less if you're just on the other side of the world. So please, please stay in Mykonos. So then he comes back in the house and then all of a sudden... Parnas shows up in a smart in his smart car. Wait, but before this, there's an entire scene at the beach club where Lindsay and Parnos have a completely unmiked conversation. Oh yeah, it's just all subtitles, and you can't hear a word that they're saying, and it's, it goes on for like four minutes. I was Carrie died. I was I was unable to move. He cried, came back to life, and the the scene was still going. It was like a silent movie. Yeah. Like the <laughs> It was like they were whispering. I was like, why are they whispering? We theorized that the the sound person got like kidnapped and was being held for <laughs> ransom and they were like, well, no one's paying that. 
Were they just fired him? They're like, look, this show is like not working out. So like, you can just go home. Like, we there don't was, really need to mic anyone. There anymore. was literally no sound except the chatter of the club. Yeah, but like, I was watching them, watching their lips move, but no noise was coming out, and they were just they had subtitles. And I think Lindsay is like now refusing to get mic'd because it like ruins her outfits. Yeah. Like, she just is, like, in a state of pure refusal. But their entire combo, for the good two and a half minutes that went on, was completely mute. Silent. How does that happen in a show? It was... I've never seen anything like it in a reality show. Like, they didn't even need to, like, include that. They could have just included more, like, footage of anything else that actually had sound. Well, it was... I guess it was essential because it's saying like they have to deal with this Brent problem. Yeah. Why can't all the boys get along? Brittany plays the Barney theme song. On oh her yeah. Lindsay's like, if you're starting drama on yacht, why can't you be happy? That's not good for our brand. And then plays the Barney theme song and like dances around. I feel like I want to play this around them. <laughs> her jokes. <laughs> 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 her jokes are so like bad grandpa jokes yeah she goes <laughs> she's like child star bubble like her whole life everyone has just laughed and been like ah you're so funny you're amazing and, and like literally she's never said one funny thing in her life never and is now refusing to get a mic <laughs> she's she's going on comedy she's, she's doing stand-up she should do stand-up <laughs> She's like, I'm so funny. She's like, I swear. She thinks she is like Chelsea Handler. She's like saying jokes all the time that are not funny, but she thinks that she's like doing groundbreaking. Like she's like Bad doing sex. Like <laughs> sex comedy, like a la Amy Schumer. Oh my God. Lindsay should start doing stand up. I need Lindsay to totally pivot into stand up and then it's launch like, a career around that do you remember that molly shannon skit on snl when she's like don't get me started don't even get she's the bad stand-up <laughs> at like a retirement like a hospice yeah. ward and she goes don't don't get me started. don't get me started don't even get me started and they pan over <laughs> like a person dying <laughs> in her bed that's Lindsay. that is Lindsay. except not because Lindsay's not that funny no Lindsay would just be like bud sex <laughs> I saw a sunburned guy on beach once, and I said, someone said, how he get like that? And I said, bad Bad sex. (laughs) And that's like where she would expect the audience to like erupt. And then she would get really mad at the audience for like not laughing. (laughs) Hey, are you alive? Oh, who am I talking to? I feel like I'm talking to the ruins of ancient Greece or something. <laughs> I mean, I live in Mykonos. I live in Mykonos and I'm around the Parthenon and you are as dead and quiet as the stone. <laughs> <laughs> I need her to do when, a set about Mykonos. One time I was... I, I, uh, you know what it's like to, to have Oprah on your phone? Sometimes I just call her, and I can call her right now. Do you want me to do it? <laughs> and every one person says, yeah. Some drunk <laughs> I <bird>. go, woo! <laughs> okay, I call Oprah now. <laughs> <laughs> it's ringing. <laughs> oh, oh, she didn't answer, but it... He goes straight, he goes, this number is no longer <laughs> in service. Please check the number and try again. And I said, oh, what would Oprah do? <laughs> what would Oprah do? Uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> oh, she is just busy. This is joke that we play on each other. 
This is joke that we play. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and I said bad sex. <laughs> someone, someone goes, ha ha, get off the stage. She goes, this is my show. This is my <laughs> this show. This is my show. This is my, oh, oh, try, uh, good, very, very smart of you to use that against me. Oh, use my great. Past. Use my past against you me. Can- <laughs> <laughs> then she would go on Twitter and at the comedy club, she would be like, at comedy store, we need to talk. Yesterday when Instagram was down worldwide, <laughs> she tweeted at Instagram, please contact me. <laughs> I like that laugh. <laughs> I love the people that didn't get the joke, get understand that Instagram had gone down. Like I think at like 9 p.m., Saucy tweeted like something's up with Instagram and I can't log into any of my accounts. What the fuck? And it was like, what world are you living in? I love those types of people being like so unnerved. What's happening? What's I mean, happening? I was I was unnerved for a moment. What even happened? I didn't even I check Instagram yesterday. Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp were all down. Ugh. But Lindsay just tweeting like Insta- like Instagram is gonna. Oh, let's let's we have to pause. We have to we're pause this crisis. Can someone contact Lindsay. Tell Lindsay that we'll get back to her. Yeah. It's like, get in line, Linz. Yeah, you're literally the least of everyone's worries. I do, though, enjoy the thought of... Stassi. Stassi getting freaked out. But also, I love the thought that, like, Instagram could just shut down forever. And, like, all these influencers, they would Olivia be, Jade. Olivia Jade would have nothing. I love it. I love that. I mean, it's like at the end of Fight Club and all the buildings are collapsing. Mm-hmm. It's just Instagram shuts down. It's far less dramatic. Oh, you know, you know what it's like. I, 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 I there was a time where I, went, I went and I said, I feel like Putin, and and One you know, at beach house, at beach house, I say I feel like Putin, and it's it's a joke. <laughs> they give me a squirt gun with champagne, right? And I say and I, I say, feel like Putin. I feel like Putin as I shot everyone in my sight. Everyone's just like scared. (laughs) Like a chill goes over the room. And then she goes on Periscope and goes, (laughs) Hey. Say hi. (laughs) Say to Vlad. Hey, Vlad. So basically, it ends with Panos zips up in his smart car. So a producer called him and was like, Hey, Brent's like about to flee Greece. So you should come. We're begging Brent to stay. So now you need to come here and like physically restrain him. He has like a group therapy session and everyone is wasted and day drunk and they all pile around the room brent is finally like brent's wearing a hoodie and is just like curled up in like a little ball mike is also wearing like a terry cloth hoodie yeah and he's like ready to get sassy and panna says he goes what what goes on here and they say everyone just airs out that how frustrated they are with brent yeah they're like, we hate him. He's mean. You terrorize all of us. You make all of us feel small. Your macho machismo is toxic. It's like... You think you're better than everyone. You think you're better, but you're not. Why can't you just say that you're the same as everyone? And then Brent's like... In the corner, just like... Sulking. Sulking. Being like, yes. <laughs> like, can't even like take responsibility for anything. No. Mike points out that he only picks on Gabby and May because and Ari because they're like the weaker links of the group yeah. emotionally. And Brent's like, well, what are you talking about? He's like, I pick on everyone. And, and then they're, they're like, like no. no. 
you actually wouldn't say shit to Janita because she would fucking rip your throat yeah, out. Yeah, he goes, you wouldn't fuck with Janita because she'll she'll go right back to you. I will do. I will bring it right back. Like you're afraid of people who can take you and are stronger, and people that you perceive as weaker, you prey on them. Yeah, systematically. And, and Brent goes, you are my favorite. Panos goes, you are my favorite. <laughs> He's like, you've done so well. You're you've my done favorite. So well. What? You Why you have money. to? Brent, Panos basically is like, guys. Yeah, Panos calls Lindsay too, and Lindsay's like, "This is who Brent is. We are keeping him." And like, so it's like Brent's not getting fired. So now it's up to everyone else to just yeah. like get along with him. Basically, Panos ends up with like, "Can you? Do you think you can all like get along? Suffer through him?" And then everyone's like, "I guess." I guess. And then on his way out, Panos opens like the little door, and he goes, "By the way, Lindsay and I just decided <laughs> that only four of you will be going on to continue the Beach House brand with us." And he leaves. And he leaves. And there, and then Alex goes, "Well, I'm wide awake now." Yeah. And so Panos has just like created chaos. <laughs> Brent basically knows that he's gonna stay. Yeah. Also, it's like. He sucks. Like the move of being, he just wants attention and wants everyone to have to like gather around and like accept him. He just, if you really wanted to leave, you'd leave. He'd be like, get this camera out of my face. I'm gone. I'm packing my bags. I'm down at the street. I'm leaving. He just is an endless hole of need of attempt for attention. Yeah. (sighs) Well, well, it's not over. It's not over. <laughs> it's only just begun. Please, please hang in there with us. Because what if it's like fifty-two episodes year round? <laughs> well, that's what she's gonna do a deal with Russia because they'll they'll put her on TV every day. Yeah. She and Olivia Jade. She and Olivia Jade will go have their own Russian TV station. L- Olivia Jade's going to be on Lohan Beach Club next season. She should be she needs work. Lindsay should get like all the scammers. Like she should get Firefest Billy McFarlane to like run her beach club. Olivia Jade is a brand ambassador. Jesse Smollett is a VIP ambassador. Mm-hmm. Who else? Fuck Jerry. Fuck all of Jerry. them. Uh, beige cardigan. Beige cardigan. Uh, oh, a girl with no a girl with no job. Oh, those all those thieves. <laughs> Those den of thieves. The den of thieves. What, those, Throw fat oh, Jew in there. Why not? Oh, fat. Yeah, fat Jewish. Should they should all be on a ferry together and mm-hmm. just film them? They should put them all on a yacht and watch what happens. And watch what happens live. There's a lot of scammer. Remember Prodigal Sam? No. Oh my God, Pastor Sammy. He was like this. He was like this. It was like back in kind of Twitter golden era, and he was one of the big Twitter people. And he was like this creepy guy with a mustache with like a bowl cut, like a Prince Valiant era cut. And he, you know, like the Joan of Arc hair. Mm-hmm. Like he just had that. And he was apparently like a pastor in the Midwest somewhere, like a youth pastor, but he like was funny and like tweeted like clean, but witty, like because coffee, like those kind of yeah. jokes. Oof. And he God. apparently like, for years have been stealing other people's shit and then it all came cry- it was like one of the first takedowns oh where it was just like went one by one that every tweet was stolen yeah and then he like went private and like did an article i think he was like interviewed a year later about how it like brought him closer to god or something yeah someone way back in the day did also a side by side of all of fat jewish's tweets that he had stolen from all over the place just word for word I don't think he's funny. Many from like Gavin McGinnis. Fuck him too. <laughs> Probably. But like literally just plagiarizing. 
worthless. Yeah. Like enjoy your life that you wouldn't have if it weren't for me. <laughs> no comment. You can Google it. <laughs> <laughs> With that. With that. We'll we see you next go. week. We'll see you next week and every week for the rest of our known lives on this planet because this show will never end. Thank you guys. Thank you for being such a great audience. I'll see you next week. I'll be here all week. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.